Okay, so here we go with uh, segment two of season five, episode 21, with the theme of Mother's Day special. This is Mother's Wisdom, and this segment looks at how Navajo mothers are able to raise families during times of great stress while simultaneously trying to raise children that will honor her as, you know, she ages or they age. And the thing about the Mother's Wisdom is... um. I just kind of wanted to throw this in there because I was watching a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Batista, who plays Drax, um, after they crash land, um, he was walking out with all these bags. Now, I couldn't see it because I was watching on the regular tele- television, but I guess he was carrying these bags. He had one on his back and then he had like two duffel bags and he was getting off the ship and they were going to get on another ship, which was uh, Star-Lord's dad, Echo, you know, they're going to, you know, and, I mean, Ego, and they're going to they're going to jump on his, um, ship and go to his planet. But what, what, um, kind of cracked me up about it is I finally saw his bags as he walked out and they did like a, a, a a wide screenshot. So then I was like, Oh, that's what's going on. Because, um, Drax is walking in front of star Lord and then star Lord goes, you're like an old woman. And then, uh, Drax goes, because I'm so wise, you know, so I thought that was pretty neat, you know, the, the whole take on, um, just how, like, just how the Drax character, you know, didn't really see, you know, the, um, the negative joke that, um, Star-Lord threw on him. And he was like, you know, he just kind of took it as a sign of, um, honor, <laughs> you know? So he's like, you know, you're like an old woman. He's like, oh, because I'm so wise, you know, and he's got all these bags with him, but I just want to throw that in there. Cause it was kind of funny to me. And, um, and that's where I, I was also thinking about that, where I was like, yeah, you know, these old women, they are wise, you know, by this time, a lot of them have lived through all the hardships and, and, and the struggles that they had through to go through in order to raise their kids, but they also, now they're in that age where their body's starting to break down. And especially those that suffered, like my mom through a domestic violence, uh, my dad throwing her around, punching her, kicking her and body slamming her on the ground and, you know, stuff like that. And that's where, um, you know, I wanted to talk about this, uh, you know, mother's wisdom through all that you know, my mom was able to survive all that while, you know, my dad, he passed away from just all the, all the hate and anger and the health problems he had. So that's why I was saying that when, um, when I saw him in the casket, you know, I know the mortuary, they, they put the makeup on him and stuff like that, but he looked a lot brighter. He looked healthy. And that's why I was like, that's the dude right there. The, the light, healthy guy, that's my pops, you know? And that's where it kind of, uh, nearly brought me to tears. Cause you know, that big old lump that comes up your throat. Well, anyways, that's what happened. And then, um, and then this whole thing about mother's wisdom, you know, I just kind of think of all the ladies that had to go through welfare checks and, you know, or through the welfare system, you know, like, uh, section eight, um, and then the welfare checks, the WIC checks, the food stamps, and whatever other um, programs are out there for struggling single mothers. And that's where I was saying that the, the they're pretty much married to the government, as I said in the last uh, episode. And um, 
So they, once again, that's a double standard too, because, um, there was a lady, I don't remember who it was, man. She was telling me about uh, a Navajo lady, a Navajo mother, uh, older lady. She was telling me that when she was younger, uh, she took her, uh, what was it? They came back from, I don't know where the hell they were living, but one of the, I think it was in Phoenix or somewhere. And they came back to the Reyes, her and her kids, um, the guy that she was seeing like was abusing her. So she got out of that relationship and brought her kids with her. And she tried to apply over at the Navajo nation, um, like the food stamp office and the food stamp office and like the, uh, commodity, commodity foods office, I guess the food stamp office, she was denied because she was working and she was trying to make a living trying to provide for her kids, but she needed a little bit extra like food to keep her kids, um, fed, you know, <clears throat> damn boogers, excuse me. And then, um, so she went to the, um, the commodity foods warehouse and she signed up for it. And her daughter really wanted like a breakfast cereal. And so she went in there, she was like telling her daughter, okay, when I come back out, we'll have food. And they were, the commodity foods office, they denied her. And like usual, some fat stuck up Navajo bitch that had an attitude. And I'm like, why in the hell is a Navajo nation always hiring those type of bitches for, you know, just ruins everything for people who are struggling and people that want sympathy for Navajo women. And then these bitches are right there and ruin it all, you know, and then they're like, Oh, now, I, now I want these bitches to die, you know, so, or get kidnapped or whatever. So that's where she had to go back and tell her daughter, you know, sorry, you know, I can't bring you that breakfast cereal. And her daughter cried and she was, you know, feeling bad for it. But then later on the, the daughter goes, all right, mom, just, um, you know, you know, forget these people. We'll, we'll, we'll get our own food. So eventually she got her a job or whatever. And I don't remember who told me this man, but I remember talking to them. And then the, um, the, the whole thing about, you know, getting all that welfare system, they, they never really got into it. So they were able to sustain a living. And I think now her daughter's like got her own kids and you know, there she's living pretty well. And that's the same for me. You know, I don't, I'm not a part of the welfare system as much as I really didn't want to do it. I'm glad I didn't do it. So I don't have no, uh, food stamps or anything. And then, um, the other thing about, um, you know, applying for that commodity foods was the, um, just that employment part. And the way the tribe is set up is democratic, is very social, um, it's very socialism driven, I guess, where you can't have the best of both worlds where you're working, but then you can also get food stamps or commodity foods. Once they find out you're employed. And even back then, if you did lie, you know, they'd cut you off anyways. But, um, and the only ones who are getting the, the food and the, and the welfare checks and stuff like that are the people that abuse it. So maybe the, the system, the government system knows that these people are going to abuse it. So there's no real threat of some of these guys getting employment, um, guys, I mean, females, you know, well, I got guy, I guess guys too, but anyways, so that whole thing is, is what I'm guessing. And I'm thinking that's how it's, you know, set up like that. And, um, mothers, uh, um, 
you know, sometimes like that. And I, it's kind of hard not to blame the mother for going like binge drinking, but you know, it's understandable the way the Navajo nation system is set up. So the, the wrong winds get in and the right ones get left out and the right ones, they could be the ones that go on a drinking binge and they abandon their children and, or they might cause child abuse. And there was, um, there was a video I saw on this, this website. I go check out every now and then when I got the time or if the internet is, is good or decent. And, um, that's where they kind of show like porno, but also they show like a graphic death of, uh, people getting electrocuted, run over, crushed and all kinds of, you know, shot up by the, you know, the Mexican cartels and stuff like that. But when I was first, I don't remember how I got to that website, but one of the videos I saw was uh, a title that said something like mother hangs herself in front of her own kids or something like that. And so, you know, my morbid curiosity, I, I clicked on it and I was watching it and, um, I don't know who was recording. Um, I think there was a, maybe the mother set up the camera, but in the bedroom, like in the hallway, the camera's looking into the bedroom and there was these uh, little kids that were standing right there and they're looking at their mom and she put a, a, a noose around her neck and she, um, I don't know, she kicked off whatever she was standing on and she started hanging herself and those little kids, they started screaming and they ran out the room and it's like about a good 30 minute, 30 minute, 30 second clip. But, uh, I, I tried to read the comments and I don't remember what it said, but it was something about, uh, well, see, there's, there's like really, uh, people screwed up in the head. So some of them were laughing about her hanging herself in front of her kids. Others are making comments that, um, that, you know, they, they, they wanted to at least bang the mom before she killed herself, you know? Then other people were like, um, yeah, poor kids or whatever, you know? So that whole thing right there, I just kind of wonder, man, I wonder what, how those kids are nowadays, you know? Cause then since, you know, pretty much it was a real video. Um, I don't think anybody saved that lady because it didn't seem like there was uh, any adults around, but even if the kids ran and you know, like to the nearest neighbors and told them that, you know, something happened to their mom and the neighbors saw the kids all crying with big eyes and freaking out. And the neighbor went over there. Uh, I think the mother would have been long gone by then, you know, just hanging herself or she could have possibly snapped her neck or whatever, but uh, because of her body weight. And then, um, so that was very, um, very interesting to know or to see, to watch from my point of view, just that a mother would, you know, hang herself in front of her kids. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty deep, man. That's pretty dark, you know? And, um, um, well, I guess, you know, that there's, you know, all that might've been, I think it was like, she, she hung herself over her, her boyfriend leaving her or her husband left her or something like that. I don't remember, but that isn't, you know, that isn't something that's uncommon, you know, but it's not also not common <laughs> because on the, what was it? Few years ago. Um, oh, it was in the early two thousands when I was in the, the army, um, back out here in Clagato, there was a lady who killed all her kids, Navajo lady. 
I think she shot them all. And, um, there were, they were related to my mom and my mom was telling me about it. I think I was in Kosovo at the time that happened. Shit. I don't remember where exactly I was at the time, but, um, I just thought about it. I was like, wow, this lady killed her kids. It was either. And I started thinking to myself is probably to teach her man that left her a lesson that he shouldn't have left her. And now he'll have no, no one to carry on his family name. But then also it could have been that lady was, uh, suffering from a cycle of abuse too, to where when she was younger and she was probably raped, you know, you know, I'm starting to understand that there's been a lot of Navajo women that have been raped. I mean, the older ones nowadays, you know, they kind of, you know, they got those stories, but maybe that's where the pressure of having her kids, you know, feeding them and clothing them and, you know, just kind of making sure they're taken care of just got too much for her because the man walked out. So in her mind, you know, she was not only was she trying to get him to come back to her, but, you know, maybe she just got to that breaking point. Now, you know, obviously, you know, witchcraft, that's going to be a part of it. You know, somebody done something to uh, make sure this lady snapped and she killed her kids. So it could have been a number of things, you know, the skinwalkers could have went there, got the kids clothes and put them in the grave or, you know, got some dead animal blood and, or snake blood or something and put it in a bowl and twisted her hair in there. I mean, there's all kinds of shit that could have happened. So currently that lady, she's in, um, uh, it's like a mental institution or something like that. And, but, you know, so that kind of goes back to why that lady, you know, hung herself with her kids watching. And, um, the, the little kids are like three, four years old, five, maybe the oldest one might've been six, but they all had the same reaction where they just screamed cause they didn't know what to do. You know, they're all freaking out. And then this Navajo lady over here, she ended up shooting her kids, you know, and her kids were probably like, what the, what the fuck's going on? Boom. They got shot in the head, you know, who knows? But, um, all those details of how that lady shot her kids, you know, that's, uh, I, I never really found out cause I don't know who to ask. And it's probably best not to really bring that up to you, especially for the family that's been suffering from that, you know? And, um, so all that is, like I said, mother's wisdom, you know, there's only so much wisdom a mother can have just like anybody else, you know, just, there's only so much wisdom you can have before you have that breaking point. And so I just wanted to bring those, uh, up because, you know, it's the way the Navajo woman, the Navajo mother's wisdom is set. It's kind of like going up against that, uh, government system of welfare. Well, we can help you, but you know, you gotta sell your soul to the devil, basically, you know, something like that, or, it's like, you know, you got to take on, um, a husband that's, uh, basically the government. We want to know all of your kids information. We want to know their social security number, what color their piss is. And, you know, if they're boy, girl, what age they are, are they, you know, it's just kind of like, um, not so much grooming, but it's just an invasion of privacy. There we go. And so what I'm trying to do with the nonprofit is, Whoa, excuse me. I'm trying to get the um, veterans to get help, you know, weatherize their homes and, you know, remodel their bathrooms or whatever. 
just so they have a decent place to live because when that whole coronavirus nonsense happened, a lot of uh, families came back and they lived in their homes and they, they flooded, you know, their, well, their sewage system, you know, it was overdone. Everybody's dropping turds and pissing in their toilet bowl and stuff like that. So, you know, it built up. And, um, not only that, but people or kids or, you know, siblings really didn't have a place to sleep and everybody's all crammed into one home and everybody's like, oh, well, stay home and stay safe, you know? And then that's where I've been, you know, saying that, um, you know, sin, incest, incest is probably one of them things that kind of came out of that. And then what's a mother to do at that point, you know, cause now she's kind of like, you know, you know, like, um, well, I want my family to be safe, but then the government is saying that we all, we should all stay together and not go anywhere. But how are my kids going to make a living? You know, we're running out of food, you know, everybody's hungry and everybody's munching out. And so that, that wisdom of survival, um, it really does kind of work against the wisdom, you know, survival working against wisdom and that's the way it kind of seemed like to me. But then again, you know, there's, everybody's got their own different stories of what happened during their time being locked down in those, um, government mandated lockdowns or whatever the hell, you know? And so there was another, um, there was another story about these, um, basically how these mothers are treating their kids and, I was going to save it for the, the mother's survival, but I I just wanted to add this where, um, my mom was telling me a story about, um, uh, about another family from, uh, and the mother there, she was like an alcoholic. She's kind of a slutty whore and, you know, dealing with witchcraft and all that bullshit. So she had a daughter and the daughter's alive, you know, she's, uh, she's, she's around these days, but when, when that, when the daughter was just a baby, maybe like a toddler, maybe a year to two years old somewhere, she was, uh, sucking on her mother's uh, nipple. And I guess she had, she was starting to teethe, I guess. So she, I guess it's just like a baby reaction, you know, where the baby bites on the nipple. So the mother got pissed and she fucking slapped the shit out of her little toddler daughter, man boom, right across the face. And my mom said she felt all bad because that little girl, she was crying and blood was coming out of her nose. I was like, fuck, that's brutal, man. You know, you know, kids get on my nerves every now and then, but you know, I, I wouldn't really like smack the shit out of a little kid like that. You know, I was like, fuck man, that's brutal. And, um, so to this day, you know, the, the daughter, she don't really, um, uh, she don't really acknowledge her mother, but her mother's still around in Tordule and man, that lady, one day I saw her walking back to her home and she smiled at me and I smiled back and then she started walking. She was kind of like hunched over and she has black hair, man. She doesn't, even though she's like in her eighties, she doesn't have white hair, but she has black hair. I don't know if she colors her hair or not, but fuck man. She looked like La Llorona, you know, kind of walking like a, like, like a witch, man. I was like, holy shit. I was like, so, well, if that lady ever comes attacking me, I guess I got no choice but to punch her into schnoz and choke her down. Probably. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, um, anyways, I just wanted to add that story with that because the final thing I wanted to say about this, a mother's wisdom is that when, when women say, oh, all men are just alike, you know, 
it's kind of like some of us that were raised by our mothers. I'm, you know, I'm like, well, no female has said that to me yet, but if she does, if any, if any female says, Oh, all you men are just alike. I'm going to say, you know what? I was raised by my mother. So you're insulting her. So F you lady, you know? So anyways, other than that, um, let's go ahead and jump on to the, um, the third segment for this episode. And this one will be res women raising men. Here we go.